Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Inside for Elba. Brian Toll has said his parents uh, want him to play for Australia and would love the opportunity. If not, he will represent Samoa. Jerome Loy also will let Malmeninga uh, will let Malmeninga know closer to the World Cup. Um, to me, this wasn't really news of like this seems like pretty. Yeah, I think course. this is what we all assumed. Oh, yeah. I hope they play for um, Samoa. To be honest with you, I think that'd be better for our game. Um, the gap between. Who's Samoa pick if they don't get Luai or Brian To'o is much bigger than who the Kangaroos will get. Yeah. If they don't have either of those two. Um, in saying that, though, if the boys are passionate of playing for the Kangaroos, then good on them. The 100%. Kangaroos. The Kangaroos. Kangaroos. <laughs> Trademarked. Um, yeah, honestly, the way I see this is play for whoever you want to, bro. You know, you've know, you got heritage at Samoan and, um, yeah, play for whoever represents you the most. That's like that's really as simple as it gets if you feel like Australia represents you the most or you're the most passionate about it play for Australia uh, if you feel Samoa your 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 heritage is uh, makes you more passionate play for Samoa uh, I don't see any issue you know I guess the, 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 the biggest issue would be can you let them play for Samoa then Australia I'm still unsure on that and then the, the whole can you play for New South Wales then go and play for Samoa I still don't know where I stand on that. I'm really torn because... I don't think anyone knows yeah. where they stand on that, unfortunately. It's like, I'm a, I do think that we can't afford to lose the tradition of state of origin. Like, if we just... If it becomes a Wild West, it's almost like it loses its magic. The magic is state versus state, mate versus mate. The pro, not the problem, but the, the growing pains is something like 45% of the NRL is Polynesian now. So these are hard questions that we need to and answer. And it's not going to slow down. It's not going to slow down. Yeah. Absolutely not. I think, I think the best way you would solve this, and I don't know how they'd do this, because this is – one thing I, I dislike is when some fans are just like, oh, just create this or just create that. It's like, yeah, where do you get the money from? But in a perfect world – and again, I understand we don't have the money to do this. In a perfect world, if you made all representative uh, payouts equal – now, every, every single team doesn't generate the same revenue. So I understand – there's, there's a difference. But if you could make it at least close-ish, take away that 
financial incentive that like for if you play for uh new south wales you get nearly a hundred thousand dollars you know for some oh you might get fuck what you know i don't even know honestly don't 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 know wouldn't be much yeah whereas if you if if you could somehow get it a little bit closer i I don't mean a hundred thousand dollars or nine hundred uh ninety thousand dollars but if you made it so that like you were purely selecting off who represented you the most i think that would be the easiest way and the fairest way to do it uh, but the, the argument against that is this is an Australian league at the end of the day. Like, this is an Australian league. Um, so I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the answer is. It's interesting, though, because, I mean, I think State of Origin has been built up to such a level that if you took away the 90, you know, the 90K or whatever it is, I don't think guys would stop playing State of Origin all of a sudden, mm. you know? And I just think that money could potentially be better spent elsewhere whether it is you know with Samoa Fiji these sort of sides and I think it'll be better for the game long term yeah it's a tough one it's I do think that the players should be rewarded for generating the revenue they do revenue they do with yeah that's also fair yeah you know like I think that you know we have to remember we're so desensitized to it but the damage that they're doing to their bodies Mm. uh during origin is crazy but also they're generating so much revenue that if anyone should take a pay cut it's probably like the big wigs that aren't generating revenue they're just you know getting money off it really um so again i I don't know what the answer is to this i'm really really torn i'm quite traditional in the sense that you know it honestly in a perfect world i would love it to be you know you've got to be i don't know in queensland from 13 years on or something there's there's a part of me that would appreciate that being a queenslander myself um you know I, i being a queenslander growing up there i have a connection to it but I understand people outside looking in that let's say that they've been over in Australia since they were 15, they might say, look, I feel like Australia is just as much as home as you do. And that, that may be a fair argument. So I don't know what the answer is, but uh, this is part of the course. Whoever, whoever they feel like representing, I think that they should uh, choose that. Um, now, talks have reportedly stalled between Bird and the Dragons. Eels are monitoring the situation. Now, the article I read, and again, this is all reportedly, the article I read was... The Dragons offered him a substantial pay cut. He went out and saw if there was anything else out there. The Dragons then pulled the offer. Um, the Dragons have since reportedly come out and said, we would consider you know, going back to the negotiation table where that money that was there may not be there anymore. What, what was your read on the situation? Yeah, I, I don't think the Dragons can afford to let Jack Bird go personally. We've heard that they also haven't been keen on Tariq Sims over the last year, which blows me away. I just... I'd find it hard to believe the Dragons are going to go out and find someone better than Jack Bird. I look at their squad internally. They don't have a second rower, a lock. You know, they might not even have a 5'8 as good as Jack Bird. As much as I think Amone is a great player, you know, Jack Bird's got runs on the board. Mm. You know what he's going to produce. He's a, he's a premiership winner. Uh, I'm just thinking about their squad off the top of my head. I think he's the only premiership winner, probably him and George Burgess. Mm. Um, I, I mean, the Eels are monitoring this situation. I'll eat my hat if there's not another six clubs monitoring this situation. It's it's a bit strange. Like, I, how much can the Dragons be possibly paying him? Because, like, the Broncos would have been chipping in part of his contract. And so, have they lowballed him so much? Like, I can't imagine Jack Bird thinks or feels that he's going to get another, you know, 800 grand contract right now. I can't imagine. I, I'm sure he's aware that he needs to get, you know, more runs on the board, a couple, maybe a couple of years of good form to get back to that spot maybe. Um, and also, I feel like Bird has been quite good for the Dragons. I think he's been great. I, 
if I had to guess what's – I mean, it might be Jack Bird's manager knowing that the Dragons have a history of paying a little bit overs mm. for guys, just trying to do the best by Bird. I'm not sure. But I yeah, I find the situation with Tariq Sims very strange. I find this one with Jack Bird very strange. I just don't think they can afford to let these guys go. And, you know, if, if they were to lose Jack Bird, they got so much depth in that team that they could fill his spot. But none of them are Jack Birds. Well, I mean, even on the weekend, he had, like, the most tackle breaks of any forward on the field, for yep. sure. It's like seven tackle breaks. He looked constantly dangerous. Uh, you know, if you're going to lose a guy like Tariq Sims, you want to keep at least... You know, there are guys that can do the job on the edges for um, the Dragons. But as you said, are they that extra percent up that really impact games? Like, Bird impact games. And I think that every time he's played, even when he did play for the Broncos, I thought he was fantastic. Mate, he can impact games in six positions, too. Yeah. He, can do, he can do it all, Jack Bird. Yeah, I interesting. Mean, I wonder, I wonder if they've just outrageously lowballed him or, as you said, his manager's just trying to do the best for him. I don't like the whole pulling of the contract thing, though. That's a bit bizarre to me. Like, it's like, what, so just because he went out and tested the market or saw what was out there, you no longer want him? It's like, is he not allowed to do the same thing that you're doing? You yeah. are reducing his, you're reducing his value because it's your right to as a club, just like it's his right to go out and see, look, is there anyone else interested? Yeah, it doesn't seem like fair ball to me. But and then like then the reports are, oh, they would come back if he was interested. It's like far out. Like you know, a guy like Jack Bird, you want him on board 100%. You don't want him bitter towards the club because they pulled the contract. Once uh, again, I mean, I don't think Melbourne and the Roosters are pulling contracts because guys are having conversations elsewhere. Yeah. In, in the Dragons' defence, though, you can make the argument that, you know, well, I mean, the Roosters did do it with Latrell. They did do it with Latrell. They pulled Fair. his contract. Some some clubs do feel like we need to be ruthless in our standard. Like, if you don't want to be here, then we will pull the contract. So, Although the Roosters with Manu, they, didn't they let him look around? Yeah, they did. They, they absolutely let Manu look around. Um, but Latrell is obviously a bigger contract, bigger... Uh, more buzz around it. I think the Roosters were just like, you know what? Like we, we feel we've given you a fantastic offer. Whereas I think like Manu, if there's not as much uh, media around it. It doesn't become a shit fight. Um, and yeah, I, I also think like Latrell was in such a position where like literally every club would be having a go at him. And don't get me wrong, I think a lot of clubs at Manu, but he's just, he's just not on that level of Latrell. Like. And it sort of comes back to what you said about the Broncos before. They're sort of approaching their what they're doing with a, the mindset from 15 years ago. The Roosters are in a moment now where they can have that mindset yeah. and they'll be okay. I don't think the Dragons are. I really don't. I don't mm. – yeah, I, I think they'd be crazy to let Jack Bird slip. Yeah, uh, it just depends how much. Like, I don't think – if Jack – what would you pay Jack Bird right now? 500? Mate, he's really hard, yeah. Five or six, I reckon. Yeah. You, you, you could argue six or seven to me, but I, I'd be more comfortable. I'd be around five. five. Just, just because of the injury history – yeah, like I would be like, look, 500, edge back row that can play 13, 6, fullback, centre. Center. Yep. Um, but, I mean, you know, he is a premiership winner. He's played origin. Like, all these things will come into negotiations yeah, sure. as totally. well. St. George don't have many of those sort of guys. Yep. Um, yeah. Interesting. Um, and just back on that Manu situation, that was, in, that was interesting. Like, I wonder why they did allow Manu to really, really test the waters. And yet Latrell, it was just like, we, we've offered you a big contract, but if you don't take it before this period, you, we're pulling the deal. Really interesting. Yeah, I wonder why. Because the Roosters like openly, publicly came out and said, we've pulled our contract from Latrell before he'd even said anything. Whereas Manu, um, 
you know, don't get me wrong, Manu is the best centre in the game, no doubt. He's one of the best players in the game. But I think with a guy like Latrell, maybe it was the media frenzy that they were, they were worried about the Roosters. Maybe being South played a role too. As in... I mean, the Roosters, arch rivals, I mean... But was he linked to South yet when they pulled that contract? He was always sort of linked to South, wasn't he? Oh, I don't know, yeah. Yeah. yeah hard to really get interesting. That, it's, it's, it's weird how different things unfold, you know. Manu got a good substantial amount of time to go through it, whereas Luttrell, it was a big offer in a short period of time. Maybe, maybe they were talking about it for a while, and that's what the difference was. You know what? Maybe they did get the same amount of time, but we just didn't hear about the Luttrell a lot. Maybe they were negotiating for months... Um, whereas and Matt Manu, for example, maybe they were negotiating for months, and he came back and said, "Yeah, I want to stay." Um, but yeah, there ha- there is a history for clubs to basically pull contracts. I just with stuff like that, I just kind of feel it's just pointless. Like, how does this help anything? If that's what you think he's worth, um, unless you do not want to keep him, like unless you're like, okay, that's it, you're done. We'll see you later. Then I just don't understand how it helps pulling the contract. Who knows? Maybe they've put they they believe they've put him in a position where he's going to have to take a much smaller contract now. Uh, but I agree with you. I think they should keep Bird. I, th- I should think they keep Bird. Uh, Jai Arrow apparently had dinner with Billy Slater and a few other Queensland players. An indication that his uh, dancing discretion, his Zumba discretion last year, is in the past and he's in fo- in the five of Origin selection. Look, I never thought that he was ever. I, I always thought that he was going to... It's such a long time between, like, origin. Yeah, it's a long time between series. You know, to be sitting there, like, stinging about someone doing something wrong in camp a year before that, wasn't it? Like, it was bad, but it wasn't, like, you know, getting drunk and fucking... You know what I mean? Heaps worse things you could Heaps do. Heaps worse things you could do. Considering the time and what was happening and, you know, it's during COVID where they weren't allowed out, essentially. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's good for, for Jai Arrow. Uh, now, into... Some big players that were on the bench. Croker started on the bench. Peachy was on the bench. Um, Scott Drinkwater on the bench. Turpin on the bench. What's, uh, what were your thoughts about... What stood out to you the most on the bench of a big player? Mate, I think this Cowboys half situation is very interesting. It's, mate, it got more interesting after the weekend. It got heaps more interesting. Personally, I would go with Drinkwater at six. I said to you on the weekend, Dearden is obviously... Got his foot in front at the moment, and I probably think Dearden did enough. If he already had his foot in front, I think he did enough the other night to keep his foot in front. Mate, I tell you what, before that match, and you know, we were both going, what the fuck is Scott Drinkwater <laughs> doing on the bench? Like, he was, he's one of their best players. Then Dearden comes out and plays unbelievably. Like, it was a whole new Dearden. His defence was some of the best on the field. He was chopping blokes. He fucking picked up Selwyn Cobo and Put him on his back, like Selwyn Cobo. Like, so I totally agree with you. Before the match, I was like, "This is the most outrageously stupid thing I've ever seen." Now I'm like, you know what? Fair play to Dearden and fair play to Peyton. It's a huge call, and it seems like the right call because right now he has two players that are playing, arguably, you know, from the game we've seen some of the best footy they've at least drink. Uh, sorry, Dearden. We know for sure that he's playing the best we've seen him yeah. play. That was the best game I've seen Dearden play since he came into first grade. Um, and I know it's just a trial, but, you know, let's get that disclaimer out of the way. Yes, we understand it's just a trial. Thank you. Um, 
But then <laughs> you got to, you got to do it, bro. You got to just glamour it because you just know. Like, and I, I, I put it in like two or three posts on the weekend. I just, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm running out of characters here on Twitter, but I've got to actually put it in. So I've got to delete more relevant stuff yeah. to remind people that it is a trial, just in case they thought I forgot that it was a trial. That it was a trial. Well, I mean, you saw my, uh, you saw my Dylan Brown and my Hastings one. Yeah, I like said it twice in different ways, like at the start and at the end, just so that like you didn't forget. That I was aware. People still do. It's incredible. <laughs> um, look, to be honest, Cowboys looked much better than I thought it's they were going to look. And I was really concerned about Cowboys going in this year. Like, really, really concerned. Hamiso looked energised. Uh, Valentine Holmes looked energised. It wasn't necessarily about the way they played. It was how they played. It was the, the they seemed, you know, Cohen Hess is shooting out a line of hit blokes. Like, this was out without Jason Tamalolo. I like what I saw from the Cowboys. They had a lot of direction. Yeah. I thought they looked really good. And Townsend. Mate, Townsend, this is, this is you know, I, I said this when the Warriors signed him last year that I there's not many premiership winning halves in this competition. If you can get one, mm. I can, good luck to you. Yeah. Like they're so hard to get their hands on. He wasn't impressive at the Warriors. He played with a heap of injuries, but. He fucked his shoulder first game. Yeah. Fair, fair, people don't realise that. Fair crack to him. I, yeah, think, yeah. I think if he didn't just sign to the Warriors and he was at the Sharks, he's out for the season. I think it's because he went to the Warriors and he would have felt like a piece of shit if he rocked up, got injured, then just didn't play. Yep. But he was busted, man. He was busted. I think you saw the other night, the experience, especially in the rain, his kicking game oh. was sensational. There, you know, there was one where he forced a drop out from about 40 metres out. Like, it's such an experienced mm. head play to know just to put it in that spot in the rain, let the rain do its work, and then yep. we'll just slide him back in. I, yeah, I thought he was really impressive. I, I said to you before the game, I just I can't understand how this Cowboys team thinks they don't need Scott Drinkwater in this side. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you said to me who's their best 5'8", I'd say Scott Drinkwater. If you said to me who's their best fullback, I'd, say I'd probably Drinkwater. say Scott Drinkwater yeah, too. Yeah, totally. Like, I, yet he's not in the team. I don't know if he gets a 14 jersey. You'd have to assume he will. But, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he doesn't. Mm. Between Robson, Cotter, like, if they played Tam Lolo in the 13 and said the front row, it wouldn't surprise me. If Surely they're the not going to go that route. Don't, Surely don't, Cotter... Don't, don't want to... Surely Cotter played well You're playing enough. with fire and I don't want to hear <laughs> it. But Drinky, yeah, I, I thought Din was very impressive. He looked great. It was the best game I've seen him play as well. But I just... We, we said the other day, like, I can't believe that Scott Drinkwater isn't playing NRL at the moment. To yeah. think he's at the Cowboys and he's not playing NRL, it just seems crazy to me. It's uh, yeah, their, their half situation is, is strange, and and just quickly on the Townsend thing, like I've I've never understood the Townsend negativity. Like, okay, he didn't play that well last year. I I, I get that, but I think he was Player of the Year in like 2018 18 or nineteen for this club. Like, I just never understood people that were just completely writing off Townsend, bad buy for the Cowboys. It's like this is a Premiership winning seven. That yes, he isn't the next Jonathan Thurston, understandably so, but he's going to give every club he goes to, if he's not completely busted, direction. Uh, it's very similar to our Dylan Brown argument, which I'm sure we'll talk about. He doesn't put up the highlights, he doesn't put up the stats. People assume he's shit. Mm. Um, 2019, Townsend got Sharks Player of the Year. He got Players Player and Members Player of the Year. Yeah, well, that like, was with Sean Johnson standing next to him too. Was that or was that 2019? Come the year after. Well, regardless. Regardless, yeah. Player of the year, two years ago for his club. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never understand that. Like, don't get me wrong, I didn't think that Townsend would go up and set the world alight, but I definitely thought he's going to add to the team, and he absolutely looks like he has. So, fair play to him. He's yeah, been Johnson under. Johnson was there. Johnson was there. Yeah. 
So, like, Townsend's been under immense pressure, immense pressure online, at least. Uh, so he came out and killed it. The drink water Dearden situation, I just – I don't know what the answer is. Like, drink water, I thought, came on and offered – I thought I knew what the answer was. Yeah, so did I. Uh, drink water, definitely a better attacker than Dearden, in my opinion. But I just thought that uh, Dearden steadied the ship. At this, the, the, the first 40 minutes, Dearden was extremely steady. And one of Drinkwater's – probably his weaknesses is his defence. And so maybe Peyton is going – for the route of whoever is the best defender in the halves, that's who I'm selecting. I might get punched here, but uh, were they lucky they came up against the Broncos in that trial, potentially? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. We, we just don't know. Again, it's just a trial. Uh, but we can only go off the information we had. And you can't tell me that they didn't at least – like, take the result out of it. That looked like a Cowboys side with direction. Yeah, and that, that, that was the big thing for me. And, you know – You'll be the same. I don't read too much into these scores from the weekend. It's the teams that had direction. The Cowboys had direction. The Eels, oh. they had direction. I mean, a lot of teams that, you know, even Newcastle, they've got more direction than what I thought they would have Mate, at this Clune point. is playing way better than He's I thought. He's playing heaps better than I thought. I'll, I'll be honest. Like to, When I saw Clune, a great New South Wales Cup player, a lot of talent, I just didn't know if he could take that next step. I just Don't get me wrong, we've seen him play first grade. So, like, he was a first grader for sure, but I was just like – is he going to have enough to impact the Knights? I, I agree. I think he's given the Knights a ton of direction, like a ton of direction. That experience that he's been able to build up in New South Wales Cup has been priceless to the Knights right now. Yeah, and the Knights are letting him play his game. When I, I watched him play a lot of um, cup footy for the Steelers, and I think when he got to the Dragons, they sort of handcuffed him a little bit. Yeah. He's got a touch football background. He's got one of the best right to left. We saw it on the weekend, that cutout mm. ball. He's And he didn't do it at the draft. I, I remember when he made his debut last year, I said, get on Jordan Pierre a first try here because yeah. he's got feet. And he didn't throw the ball once out there. So I think Newcastle have sort of... Go watch his highlights from the New South Wales Cup. <laughs> he had like one year, didn't he have like 35 tries or something outrageous? Yeah. Uh, a, I think it's 2019. He explodes and yeah. has a, a, more than a try assist a game. And... 80% of them are him throwing a 20-metre ball to the left winger. Yeah, he, he's definitely added to that Knights side. I'm actually – look, I still think it may be a tough year for the Knights, but I think that they're looking a bit better than I was expecting, for sure. Yeah, sure. Yep. I have uh, to agree to that. Yep. So, yeah, Drinkwater, Turpin uh, – Drinkwater, Dearden, it's a great headache for Peyton to have. Great headache to have. I, I think that it seems like the Cowboys players are more on board with what Peyton wants. Uh Hamisa looked good. I think Valentine Holmes in the centre did a real good job. Real good job. That unders line that, that Dearden hit. It's a good line. It's a great line. It's a yeah. great line. He's up against Katoni Staggs and like Staggs was solid but didn't, didn't blow him out of the water. I mean, nope. again, we're talking about Valentine Holmes here. Like, yeah. let's remember, who's the guy yeah, that's played for Australia yeah, and yeah. played for Queensland during Queensland's dominant period and I think he's got the record for Australian tries in a tournament or some shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, great win for the Cowboys and great headache to have. I think that you'll probably see Drinkwater start at 14 and he'll come on maybe for Drinkwater, uh, for Dearden. I, I agree, like, with your point of if Dearden was already ahead by a step, there's no way he played, he played good. So he didn't play bad enough to take that step back. And so Drinkwater came on and killed it. I just think that clearly Dearden is ahead for Peyton. Me personally, I would probably have drink water in the six, but I wouldn't argue with having Dearden in the six. I wouldn't argue, yeah. I, I just think Dearden and Chad, I think they're just too like for like for me. Mm. That's my issue. Maybe they need that though, the Cowboys, because they yeah, just maybe. have no direction. 
and they just need direction. They then they can just allow Hamiso and and Holmes to be the explosive. Pl- I just let them be the ones that create everything. Uh, but great science, great science for. It's better to have too many halves than not oh, enough, like they've mate. had over the last few years. Like for example, one goes down, you could bring in the other. That's yep. a big win. Uh, now Croker on the bench for the Raiders. This was this. I was surprised. I thought that he played well enough to get that spot. Uh, thoughts on Croker on the bench? Very interesting. Mm. Uh, Tomoko played left centre. Yeah. I don't think he misses the round one team. I think he, played he has well. to be there. I assumed he would be at right centre. He played left centre, which has been Jared Croker's spot for a long time. Mm. So, I don't know. Was that saying something? It's ruthless. It is ruthless. <laughs> I mean, Jared Croker played left centre the week before against a reserve-grade Rooster side with a pretty reserve-grade Canberra Raiders team to some extent. And then for him not to be in the side and for them to play Tomoko, who I think has been their best back of the preseason at left centre, I think that might be saying something. Far out. It's, it's, it's so crazy. ruthless. It's so ruthless. Like, uh, is, this, is this sticky kind of playing his hand in the sense of like, like, for example, even CNK, who isn't, you know, he's not a long-term Raiders player, but, like, it seems like Ricky's just gone, you know what, I'm breeding the new guys. I, like, I'm breeding the young guys. I'm leaning towards it. Because every week with the Savage situation and the CNK situation, I get more like, is he really going to play Savage over CNK at fullback? Um, the other thing about this Croker situation is that I would argue things have fallen his way. Harley Smith has unfortunately done his ACL. That's one less setter to compete with. Yep. Rapana's suspended for the first two weeks. Mm. I mean, things have fallen Jarrett's way, and he seemingly still isn't going to be the left centre. If he's not going to be the left centre, I don't think you can play him on the wing. Just quickly, I totally forgot. How filthy would you be if you were Rapana right now? Yeah. A, a shoulder charge. That, like, yeah, okay, hit his ribs or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> he got two weeks for that shit. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Fuck. I'd be fuming if I was the Raiders. Anyway, apologies. Um, yeah, you, you, I mean, you're totally right. I think Ricky's really shown his hand here. Like 23. He was number 23. Did he even get on for that long? Did he even get on? I don't even recall. I'm not sure. He, he got on for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But not... NRL.com didn't record anyone's minutes, but he but he had he stats. So. I don't even remember him getting on for like... I don't remember walking to get... Yeah, I don't remember it. Is he named next Tuesday? Gun to head. Is he named? No, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I don't think so. I think that's like your third trial, you're playing your starting side. Aside from people like guns that are injured, you're playing your starting side. You need one game at least. Like doesn't matter. You can be fucking Nathan Cleary, Tom Javojevic. You need a game of footy. Yeah, he had two runs. Two runs. How many metres? 21. It's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, 10 metres is run. I, I, yeah. I, I also personally think, and I haven't seen a heap of him, but the, the guy that was playing right centre, um, Semi, I don't think defensively he's probably up to it either, mm. to be honest with you. He, yeah. he worries me watching him. He's the guy that I would be going he's at. He's a big boy. Fuck, he's, oh, he's a big, a big boy. boy, yeah. But no, I agree with you. Defensively, he does make some errors. He was really good the week before. It's, um, 
Yeah, oh, I don't. I just I I feel upset. I feel sad. Yeah. Like Croker's a club legend, like an actual club legend. Yeah. That you know. Again, we're not here to you know just put our mates in. That's for sure. We're here to win comps and win premierships. But you can't help but feel a tinge of like, surely this isn't the way Croker goes out. You can't like yeah. I understand when fans don't like certain players. If you've got a problem with Jared Croker, oh, you've got a problem with yourself. Yeah, you gotta you gotta look in the mirror. Yeah, fuck me. If you have a problem Long, with Jared Croker, look. yeah, mate, You're... he has been in the bubble of Canberra for fifteen years or ten years, never set a foot wrong. Think about how many blokes have gone down there and fucking done something stupid. This bloke has been in there forever. What'd you do? You having a beer and a steak with someone and they started bagging. Mate, I just say shut the just fuck like, up. I'd honestly say shut the fuck up. I don't know up. about it. <laughs> like, I'd say, mate, fuck off. 400 like. blokes in this competition, you pick Jared Croker. Mate, tough. I mean, what, what do you reckon the chat? Let's say, he, assume he doesn't make it. Is a chat from Ricky, look, mate, you know, you can work your way back into the side. We want you back in reserve grade, having a red hot crack. And, and Croker's such a humble guy, he'll do that. So there's no questioning that. But the thing with Ricky, he seems to be like, if you're his guy... As in, like, if he chooses a young guy, like, look, look at Savage. Look how, like, much he's been pushed to that fullback position. And Savage is an absolute gun, but he's been given a fair crack at it. Uh, it seems like Ricky's, like, really loyal to the people that he picks through next. Um, and Timoko has been really good. Like, I was really impressed. I actually was surprised that Timoko didn't play the week before. Mm. I thought that he was young enough and inexperienced enough to do that. But it just shows you how much raps. And he, and he delivered on the weekend for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, the word coming out of Canberra is that he's the safest one in the back line. Really? That's what I've heard, which I... I mean, okay. I, I think ability-wise, I back it. But just as you said, experience, you know, the other guys that are in this team, it surprises me Well, I mean, I bit. felt like Sebastian Chris had the jump on him last year for a period there. Well, man, that's the other thing. Sebastian Chris, seemingly, he's not going to be in the centres either. I mean, it's very... It's, yeah, it's surprising how it's playing out in Canberra for me. I, yeah. I, I was so shocked... That Tomoko was playing left center. I, mm. I just I, I would have put my house and he was going to be the right center, and yeah. I thought that makes sense. But if you to play left center, it's a it's very interesting. I just I just wonder like if I'm a selector and and maybe I have a bias to Croker because I've seen him over the last ten years and and Ricky has more insight than I. But I don't see what you lose or what you risk by having Tomoko on one on the right edge and Croker on the left edge. But I do see massive risk in having Tomoko and Semi playing in the centres. I can see that as like, you know, this is two really young, inexperienced players. We could get torn apart on edges there. Plus also, Croker's goal kicking. Yep. Um, and his leadership. The boys all love him or respect him. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. I, the, the goal kicking, they'll be okay because they've got um, Jamal Fogarty now, but it's the leadership that is... But Croker, he, Croker's got... Like, yeah, he's, 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 he's one like of the best in the comp. 85% sort yeah. of guy. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like one of the biggest... I think one of the biggest concerns for the Roosters right now... Because I don't have a goal kicker. Yeah, we're hearing it's going to be Sam Walker. And like, you know, Sam Walker, great player, but he's not a good goal kicker in my He's opinion. not a great, you know. I mean, I've seen him from the sideline not make the try line. Yeah, his so technique yeah. is is quite strange, actually. Um, he's solid, he's solid. but 53%. Uh, Sam Walker. Yeah. Last year, wasn't he 65 or something? Uh, no, f- 50, 23 from 43. Holy moly. It's pretty f- f- NRL standard. That's, That's concerning. Like people yeah. don't understand, it's not just the two points you're getting; it's the morale of like, I scored two tries, and I'm ahead by eight points. As a as a team, I'm like, man, who gives a fuck? Like we'll, we can get that back. I scored two tries, I'm ahead by twelve points. 
that's a completely different fucking ball game. I, I think it was the Cronulla Sharks a couple of years ago. I think that they lost six games off goal kicking. Oh, remember I remember that. that. Yeah, like, yeah. And if it was, was like, Stewart the coach? No, oh, no, no. no okay, it wasn't that long ago, yeah. but it was like, if like not only not only that. They lo- they lost six games when they scored more tries. Yeah, oh, more, yeah that yeah, was yeah. it. Yeah, and it's oh, crazy. Yeah. And I think for the Roosters, I mean, Sam Walker at fifty percent last year, goal kicking didn't matter for the Roosters. Mm. Realistically, they were able to beat teams by thirty and forty for the vast, vast majority of the times. But this year, I think the competition will be closer. And when you're taking on Penrith and Melbourne, it matters. It's I no wonder doubt what they're doing it. the Roosters about that because it's like. Anyway, we'll get yeah, to the Roosters. We'll, we'll get, get to the Roosters. Uh, uh, yeah, look, uh, Raiders, very very interesting. Do you think Savage did enough to steal the fullback spot from San Carlo? No, no I didn't either. No. I think um, I think we start Savage on the wing. You let this freak of nature learn his trade on the wing, get used to it because there is no denying, in my opinion, he's one of the best ball runners in the NRL period. Like his ball running is solid as um, at least at least one of the best rookie ball runners in the comp. I think you put him on the wing. Give him half a year, even a whole season, and then you let him challenge CNK again next off season. It has to be CNK. I mm. just, I can't. Respectfully, I watched Savage last week kick a ball into knees, regather it, and score. I saw the try fifteen times, and I heard his name all weekend. He didn't do that this weekend, mate. You're the you're the first person I've heard say Savage in mm. three days. Yeah. Like, I, uh, yeah. I, just before we move off that, I thought one more guy, which we'll talk about him coming off the bench. Nelson Asafa Solomona. Oh, bro. Looks like he is going to be a maniac. He looks year. angry. A oh, scary, angry man. He was terrifying. He was breaking two tackles and offloading with just about every single run. I feel like his footwork's gotten better. Yeah. He was it's, stepping blokes. He's scary, bro. Like, he is. I thought the barley clip was scary. That one. <laughs> Fuck yeah. me. Yeah, he, it's. It's, it's great the Storm get to keep him. I'm so glad that, you know, however you feel about his decision, like, I would hate for that to be the reason why we lost a f- such a big part of our game. Like, tell me another player like Nelson. Mate, he is so important to the Melbourne Storm. Oh. It's not even funny. I was, I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, I was going through his stats. Over the last five years, he's played more games of footy for the Melbourne Storm than what Cameron Smith did in any five-year period of his career. Wow. He has not missed any football the yeah. last few years. And, and yes, he is coming off the bench, but when you're that big of a body, that's yeah. very rare. Every time you come off the bench, people are trying to whack you yeah, and put you on sure. your back so you don't run again. Like sure. it's Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, Turpin off the bench for the Broncos. Do you think that's, that's um, Corey Pakes? Look, to be honest, I don't really think anyone played uh, so well that they, they owned their position. Outside of like Haas, Carrigan and Kobe Hetherington maybe and Selwyn was against Selwyn had his errors but but yeah I, I, I don't think we saw the same Corey Pakes that we saw last Mate, week. This entire Broncos spine outside of Billy Walters for probably the first two weeks it's like whoever plays does, does themselves almost a disservice. Mm. Whoever starts. Whoever starts seemingly drops themselves back a little bit it's yeah I, I, yeah apparently I mean do you, do you think Adam Reynolds will play round one? I mean, we're hearing he's in trouble, but he's posting all over Instagram that he's going to be there. He's kicking. I mean, I, I mean, uh, to be honest, if he's not one hundred percent, I don't think he should. Yeah, because it's like, bro, once you're in that cauldron and that Broncos media machine starts cranking up, if you aren't playing the best you can, the pressure on Adam Reynolds this year is so outrageous. Like, watch that game on the weekend. Like, we are crying out for Adam Reynolds. I just it's almost think, like you're just waiting for him. Yeah. It'll be okay. Adam will be. Adam will like, be here. Yeah. But, like, again, Adam Reynolds is a high, high quality seven. But 
he needs people around him to be who he is as well. So we can't just rely on him. So look, if, if he's not 100%, I think don't play. It's a long season. You know, it sounds really harsh, but we've been losing games for fucking the last two years. Losing a couple more isn't going to fucking hurt us anymore. Guns ahead next Tuesday, 9, 6, 14 for the Broncos. Who do you reckon? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to the Broncos. Sweet. Um, we hate talking about Brisbane around here. <laughs> Mate, like, there's like comments and the thing like, oh, <laughs> I wonder how Kempi's going to explain this way. It's like, bro, we've been losing for two years, you fucking idiot. Like, what, what have I been doing for the last two years? Like, what are you talking about? Acting like we've been on this mad run and then all of a sudden we lose and I've got to get on here and be like, oh, no, no, we only lost because of this and we only lost. It's like, uh, no, I've been saying that we struggled for the last two years. Matter of fact, I said that we aren't even going to make the eight this year. It's fuck, some of the people should be right. It's like, bro, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Like, we've been losing for frigging two years straight. It's no news. It's no news. Um, have the suits upstairs decided that this is going to be the ambush here or are you pushing oh, back? Oh, actually, I What's forgot to let anyone know. This is my fault. I apologise, but I just want to make an announcement because this lines must have got crossed. I don't know what happened, but the ambush was postponed due to the rain. So I just want to let everyone know. I'm going to stare directly down the camera. I want everyone to know that, I don't know, maybe, maybe Maddie forgot to tweet it. I don't know. We don't even have Twitter. That's maybe the issue. Issue, but the ambush was postponed because of the rain. Because of the rain, I hope that everyone can understand that. No one ambushes in the rain. That's fucking stupid. Everyone ambushes when the least expected, and and people expect ambushes in rain. They don't expect ambushes in great sunny days. And everyone's like, oh, we're just going to enjoy the day. There's no way people would ambush me in the the, the light beaming down. We're going to do it in the middle of the day, twelve o'clock. But we're not going to do it in the middle of the day because it's an ambush. Hey, Maddie, is it raining for the next six months or what? What's the. What's well, that's the why it's been postponed. postponed. That's why it's postponed yeah, due to gotcha. the rain. Good. So if you see any more rain in the next few days, that's adding an extra day onto the postponement. Ambush soon. The ambush is coming, but that's the beauty about an ambush is you don't know when it's going to come. That's the beauty. And we may have lulled you all into a sense of security with our Certainly performance have. on the weekend. <laughs> You're nailing your Boom. role. Getcha. We're going to jump out of nowhere. Speaking of postponements, uh, postponements, the Warriors Titans have been officially abandoned and will not be rescheduled. Really? So they're not going to play any game? They just said they, they can't at this point. That's interesting. Surely there's like some place they can just go and fucking bang they might each not other. be able to get out of there. Yeah, they might be flooded in. Yeah, that's true. It might be flooded in. Surely they just go play some fucking corridor footy. Corridor. <laughs> just go to each other's hotel and bash each other in the corridor. Yeah. Um, corridor. They were set to play Gold Coast. But that's cancelled as well, so it's it's not even like they're stuck in Redcliffe. I think that that hurts both of these massively. teams massively. New spines and young spines for both of them. I think that's and a also they stinger. haven't played their full strength sides either of them. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.